Well, this week uh, was very stressful for me. Terrible things have happened and wonderful things have happened. Green Bay lost to our arch enemies on Sunday. That was the worst part of my week. I'm not lying. But then we beat San Francisco, which didn't really count because so many of their players were injured. It felt like we were playing a high school team, but I'll take it being one and one for the week. Of course, there's uh, many other important things going on, but uh, I think it'd be good for us not to talk about that right now. N- n- meaning, talk about it before and after Mass, but I don't know, I'm just exhausted. I think it'd be good for us just to carve out this space right now for our Lord Jesus and for us as a community and just, just focus on that because He is the one who unites us, Jesus Christ. And every single one of us, every single one of us are on the same page there. As many of you know, I've spoken about it before. Prior to my assignment here, I was two years up north. Up north, thank you. And um, that was a totally different experience. I've always been, you know, kind of a city boy. It was a totally different experience. I lived in Williams, which is uh, 40 miles west of Flag. And then I also, so I took care of the church there, and then 20 miles to the west, Ash Fork, little itty-bitty church, and then 20 more miles to the west, uh, Seligman. And life up there, I mean, it was so different. You know, here I'll, I'll run my gas tank down to almost empty and not really worry about it. There, you, you can't leave, uh, you know, unless you've got a, a pretty good amount of gas because... You know, you, you could run out, you could uh, get stranded, and, uh, it, you know, when, when I-40 becomes a parking lot, which it often would, um, during the winter, uh, storms would, would rise up, you'd get down off the mountain, go into Seligman, and then coming back, all of a sudden, there's, there's snow and ice. When I got there, the, they said, Father, you know, you got to make sure to stock your truck full of things like water and you know, uh, a jacket, and, you know, you have to prepare for, for what may occur. I remember one time I was, I was driving up from Phoenix, and, uh, of course, it was beautiful in Phoenix, and as I'm driving up and getting around Cortez Junction, I can see off to the west this, and I was watching the news. There was a huge storm, storm moving in. It was winter, and I barely made it to the rectory. By the time I got into Williams, it was... It was about a foot of snow on the, on the freeway. You just never knew what would happen, so you had to be prepared. That's how life really is up there. And today, the Lord talks about preparedness. And he uses this image of, as he often does, banquet, wedding feast, that kind of thing. He says, okay, there are ten virgins waiting to enter into this banquet, but they've got to wait for the, for the groom. And they've brought their lamps, but of course, it's not enough to have a lamp if you don't have any oil. And five of them prepared, and five of them did not. And the five who were prepared were able to enter into the wedding feast, and the other five couldn't because, well, essentially, they weren't prepared. And by the time they, they could tell, oh, we aren't prepared, 
and then they had to go and get more provisions, it was too late. This dynamic happens over and over. The Lord speaks of this dynamic over and over in the, in the Gospels about there being this feast or wedding or banquet and about people who either get to come in or are locked out. And he never locks them out because they're not good enough. It's not what he does. In fact, it's very clear the reason he locks them out is because they just had other things to do. They had other cares. They had other concerns. They weren't ready. There were other things going on in their life, essentially, that were more important than him. And so it wasn't just like in today's gospel. It's not that he wanted to lock them out in all these parables. It's that you can't let somebody in who isn't, doesn't have what's necessary to enter. And what would that be? Have you ever had the experience, I've had this uh, just over the last number of years, where you had a, a friend from, for many years, friend for many years, and then all of a sudden they're ghosting you. For those of you who don't understand that term, they're ignoring you. <laughs> it's like, and then you keep trying, you know, you're trying in the relationship and nothing's coming back and you think, what did I do? And then at a certain point you're like, I don't care, I'm done, donezo, you know, like if this is going to be a friendship, it has to be, you know, both ways. I can't sustain a friendship alone and that's not a friendship. I can try, but at a certain point I just have to let it go because it's clearly not something that's, you know, reciprocal. Well, we can know a lot about God based on our own relationships. And, and this is essentially what the Lord is, is telling us in the gospel today and, and in all the similar gospels that speak of this dynamic. If we don't have a relationship with him, why would we even want to go into the wedding feast? And this is why when he comes to the door and, and they're knocking on the door, his response is, I don't know you. Now imagine, imagine after your death, going to the gates, and the Lord says, I don't know you. That would be a bad day. <laughs> That'd be a really bad, that would be a bad eternity. But just, this is what he's trying to get across to us is there is supposed to be, or what he desires, is a relationship. He wants to know us. He wants something reciprocal. He's always pouring himself out to us, ready for the relationship, wanting to be in relationship. It's never the Lord who holds back. It's always, it's always us who hold back, who say no who have other things to do, other cares or concerns or, you know, sometimes we just kind of get wrapped up in life and uh, 
We have other anxieties and, and we think, you know, well, I'm taking care of my family, I'm working hard and I'm taking care of the house or the, you know, whatever it is. And sometimes we just need a reset, which is great that we're doing what we're doing now. We just need to be reminded that all of the things we care about in this life are going to end. None of them are eternal, except our souls. Everything else is is temporal. It fades away, and in the end, it all fades away. Just imagine how much, even stupid football, I mean, my goodness, I'm ridiculous. I was so anxious about that game Thursday night. My dog, my little Shih Tzu, Ella, whenever I yell and clap, she runs in my bathroom and jumps in the tub and cries in the tub. I was so anxious that before I even yelled, she ran and jumped in the tub. True story. It's ridiculous. It's totally stupid. I know. So, look, you know, do not... (laughs) Do not presume I'm really a whole lot different than any of you. Because it, it, I do so many, th- uh, anyway, I don't want to go into it. That's enough. If I give you more examples, it, you're, you're going to think, I get, we got to get rid of this guy. Um, but, you know, we, we, <laughs> we care about these, and they're not necessarily bad things either. You know, taking care of your family is not a bad thing. Making sure your 401k is, is well-vested, not a bad thing. No, you know, your education or your schooling or your friends or relationship, all goods, all goods. But when it's disproportionate anxiety or concern, we get off track. And so important for us then to remember is that all fades away. And the most important thing the Lord Jesus wants is you, is me, is a, is a friendship, a real lasting, loving friendship. I was thinking, how does this work? I was thinking of the little ones here, the little ones, the kids. Do we have any kids here? Children, raise your hands if you're a children. You're here, right? Children, this is what, this is something I learned how to do, is that sometimes I just talk to Jesus. Now, it's good to say your prayers, it's good to learn your prayers, but you know, when I'm angry, I just talk to Jesus. I just tell him, Jesus, I'm really angry about this. When I'm sad, I talk to Jesus. And I say, Jesus, I'm really sad about this. When I'm anxious, same thing. When I feel loving and grateful, which is pretty much, this is going to sound sappy, but it's true, and you know I'm sappy. But when I'm with you, you are the best part of my week. It is true. I know that sounds like I'm a total politician right now. (laughs) Like you've had enough of that. But, but it's true. I really love to be with you. Um, I really love to, to just celebrate Mass with you and talk with you, and, and it's wonderful. What the, what the Lord is looking for is for us to just to talk to him and share what's happening. And I think what happens as Catholics is we have so much structure, and it's good, the Mass and everything else, but sometimes what happens is we... We just do the stuff, do the things. Well, I went to Mass, I said the rosary, and, 
you know, whatever, all of those ob obligate, obligational sort of things. I did that stuff, so I'm okay. Well, maybe. All of those are good. Obviously, all those are good. But the Lord wants our heart. And if we're praying our rosary and we're not giving our, the Lord our heart, it's of limited value. And if we're coming to Mass and we're just doing the Mass thing and then moving on, but we're not giving the Lord our hearts, something very important is missing. And so I, I just invite you today, as we continue with the liturgy, you know, um, so important, uh, my mentor uh, years ago taught me um, at, the, at the offertory, pray, I, saying it out of context is always hard, pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. And I've learned that, you know, for the laity, it's so important, because I was a layperson at the time when I learned it. It's so important that at that moment, yes, we have the bread and the wine being presented, but I'm inviting you to bring your sacrifice your gifts to the altar. And whatever that is today, anxiety, concerns, anger, joy, you know, gratitude. But most of all, place, place your heart in the sacrifice today. Offer your hearts to the Lord today. Please stand. <clears throat>